Hello and welcome. My name's Stephen Hooper. This is a podcast from 22plusy.com and the subject for today's podcast is the toxicity of hatred. We're all familiar with hatred. It's something that's all around us and as something of an old man now, I'm 63 in next month, actually. Um, I see a world that seems to be more and more full of hatred. It's not something which has never been with us. I'm familiar with growing up with hatred around it. You know, I'm not trying to be some Puritan. But it does seem to be a lot more of it today. And it made me wonder about how this affects individuals. And particularly how it affects men, because we seem to be the ones that get the finger pointed at us for for hatred uh, and violence, etc., etc. And whilst there may be some truth in the, the differences between men and women, the levels of hatred aren't necessarily different. And there seems to be a very short fuse amongst people today that flows into anger and then for some reason seems to flow into a level of hatred which I don't completely understand. So I thought I'd have a look and see what the physiological and the psychological effects are of hatred and maybe some ways that we can avoid it. So I guess the first thing is to say well what is hatred? We know the word But what does it mean? The accepted definition is that hatred is a a strong feeling of intense dislike or animosity towards someone or something that has somehow done us a disservice, somehow has injured our emotions. Hatred is a very complex emotion and it can have a range of different causes. It can come from personal experiences, cultural influences, and even, and this is where I think today's level of hatred, or perceived hatred, comes from, and that's from the socially accepted norms, which are more and more influenced by social media. And I'm wondering whether that's perhaps part of the issue. It's now pervasive in our everyday society, certainly in the world that I live in. We see social media literally everywhere and it's not necessarily the fault of the concept of social media but of the application and the way that it's used by some people to manipulate and control coerce perhaps people that otherwise wouldn't demonstrate these levels of hatred and anger looking at the psychological effects of hatred the american psychological association have done some studies and they found that it could not only affect our psychological well-being but also our physical health. Negative emotions like hatred and anger can increase our risk of developing heart disease, for example, stroke and other health problems. IBS is a very common complaint these days and we know that a large part of IBS, certainly the flare-ups that people suffer from IBS, are driven by stress. The physiological effects of hatred can also be seen in the brain during studies. 
One study published by the Journal of Neuroscience found that when people feel intense hatred towards someone, the activity in the brain's frontal cortex decreases. Now, the frontal cortex is an area of the brain that's responsible for logical thinking, decision-making, and empathy. Therefore, when we experience hatred, we become less capable of thinking rationally and understanding others' perspectives. Kind of makes sense. Hatred not only affects our physical health, but also has significant impact on our mental health. According to a study published in the Journal of Social and Clinical Psychology, feelings of hatred can lead to increased levels of stress, anxiety and depression. Again, these are markers in the symptoms and flare-ups of things like IBS. Furthermore, when we hold on to hatred, it can consume our thoughts and emotions, leading to a cycle of negativity that can be difficult to break. Hatred can also impair our ability to form healthy relationships, as it causes us to view others through a lens of suspicion and mistrust. Now there is an old adage, there's two different versions of the same, the same principle if you like, and that is, holding on to anger is like taking poison and expecting the other person to die. It really is quite pointless. It's projecting emotions on someone that perhaps doesn't even know that you're, you, you have a feeling of hatred towards them. Maybe they have no idea. So it's not affecting them in the slightest, so what's the point? So if it is pointless, why do we do it? How can we stop it, I suppose, is the thing. I'm, I'm one of those people that needs to understand why for everything. And I think hatred is a way of defending ourselves, keeping ourselves away from things that have caused us pain in the past or have indications from experiences or from other references and sources that it is dangerous, it's harmful to us to be around these things and to be in contact with these things. That may be the reason we have the emotion of hatred. That may be the why. But in most cases, it's totally unwarranted. From my own perspective, I don't believe it's possible to both hate and understand somebody that's offended us or hurt us at the same time. What I mean by that is if we hold hatred, a feeling of hatred towards somebody, then we don't understand what's led that person or that organisation to act in the way that they have. If we actually take the time to understand why somebody is acting like they are, why they are perhaps even making threats, perhaps they're just indicating in such a way that we are cautious of them and therefore we develop a feeling of hatred. If we take the time to fully understand what's behind that, then I don't believe we can hate them anymore. I believe the emotion of hatred and the feeling of fully understanding somebody are mutually exclusive. If we truly understand someone, I don't believe we can hate them. While it's natural to feel anger or frustration towards someone who's wronged us, it's also important to recognise the toxic effects of hatred and to be able to take steps to combat it. 
one effective way to combat hatred is through empathy. Empathy involves putting ourselves in someone else's shoes and trying to understand their perspective, where they come from, what has led them to be where they are right now in their head. And by doing this, we can gain a better understanding of their motivations and see them as people that have experiences rather than just the object of our hatred. It takes a bit of work. But if you want to remove the physiological and psychological negatives that we experience through holding hatred towards someone, then we need to put the work in. And the benefits are immense, perhaps even life-changing. Because if we can reduce stress, if we can, if we can truly understand where someone's coming from, their perspective, what's behind their actions, their words, we can see things from somebody else's position. And that is, I believe, part of the true meaning of awe. It is truly awesome to be able to see the world through somebody else's eyes. And we know that just taking time to experience true awe, true acts that are awe-inspiring, true experiences that are awesome, that we know by evidence that we can extend our lives by between six and ten years. So it's got to be worth doing. It's definitely a case of the juice is worth the squeeze in this case. Another way to combat hatred is through forgiveness. Forgiveness involves letting go of our negative emotions towards someone that's wronged us and moving on. If we don't hold on to those negative feelings from the experiences that we've had, they're always going to lead to some degree of internal stress and conflict. And we just don't need that. So forgiveness is the answer. Now, there's obviously the saying, forgive and forget. We can't choose to forget something. It's just not possible. The moment we choose to forget something, we're reminded of it straight away. But we can choose to forgive. And if we choose to forgive, again, it goes back to understanding and learning. If we can choose to forgive, we can reduce the stress, the internal stresses and conflicts that we feel. So forgiveness can be challenging, depending on what the, the offence is that we initially suffered, the damage, the wrongdoing, the hurt that we suffered. But research has shown that it can have significant psychological and physiological benefits, including lower levels of stress and increased feelings of well-being. All of these will reduce stress hormones that are running around inside our body. Those stress hormones that we seem to encounter so often these days were originally there, evolved as a way of defending ourselves. The stress hormones put us in a position where we can make a fight or flight decision and react accordingly. Those stress hormones are there to drive our body to defend ourselves from truly dangerous situations. They're not there to allow us to continue to dwell and suffer about something that's happened on social media. But that's what happens. 
and that will also lead potentially to physiological issues like IBS, stroke, heart attack and depression because we're not forgiving the people because we're not taking the time to understand them and we're dwelling on it. The stress hormones that our body is releasing in in reaction to these emotions are actually harmful. They're not what our body is looking for from a day-to-day perspective. We know that stress is harmful. So the thing to do is to offload it where possible and keep the stress hormones in our body there for, for what their purpose is. So we're ready to use them when we need to, rather than just flooding our body with them on a constant basis. It's a relatively short podcast, but I'd like to just sum up by saying that the toxicity of hatred can't be overstated. It not only affects our physical and mental health, but also impairs our ability to form healthy relationships and to understand others' perspectives, where they're coming from. However, by practicing empathy, truly understanding the other person and forgiveness, we can combat the negative effects of hatred and we can lead happier, healthier and potentially longer lives. Now, that's got to be worth the effort. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. My name's Stephen Hooper. It's been a podcast from 22plusy.com. There's a lot more information on our website regarding this, including the references that we've referred to in this podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast, please like, share, subscribe, all those good things. Tell your mates, share this with somebody who maybe is suffering undue stress because they're holding negative emotions, perhaps of hatred towards something which is serving them no good whatsoever. And please listen out for our future podcasts. Have a wonderful day and we'll be back soon. Bye.